You know, I was thinking what to speak. And yet there's quite a few things that I can put together that transform, change, redeem my life. One thing is to give you testimony I, and go to a specific area when you began to know how low you was in life, how you was going straight to hell, not myself, but my father, my mother, and my brothers, 17 brothers. Excuse me? <laughs> and, and my sister, Carmen. I have one sister by the name of Carmen. She loved car and men. And I had to fight for her so many times. You know, I used to live in North Carolina for eight for eight years. I got we got attached to many people that are famous and very humble people. They used to come to our homes and have sometime moments of joy and and yet. Gloria was so concerned. By the way, Gloria is here. I'm going to introduce her one time. I don't want no man to look at my wife because I don't, I don't feel good. <laughs> Gloria, will you please? Oh, my love, my love. Will you please stand up? I want the people to know that you're still looking good. She put up with me for 62 years. I mean, being Puerto Rican, they like girls. Sometimes they don't last their marriage. This is good testimony <laughs> to keep yourself together. And when I was in North Carolina, Gloria bought me she said, Nikki, you need to get in shape. So she bought me some running shoes and stretch uh, shoes because sometimes it get cold. And I put it in the closet and said, who she thinks she is? I'm in a good hell. I'm in a good hell. So what? Well, my stomach began to get, you know. And I just went and I took it and I started start running and I thought that I wasn't good, you know, I, that I wasn't physically good. I did two blocks. <laughs> My tongue was going out looking for water like a dog. <laughs> and, and, and I remember that I didn't give up and I started going four blocks and began to go until I hit 10 mile, then 12 miles, then 20 miles. Moving to Colorado Spring, Colorado, and being right there in the Rocky Mountain, you know that there's hills all over. 
and you have to climb, and it's not easy. It's easy to go up, but the worst thing is when you come down. There's a possibility that you might fall if you are not be careful. Then I began to compete. And there was a lady, a blonde lady, that she ran so fast, and she ran a challenge to me, ladies. So she pushed me, and I used to eat that mountain like this. Well, I see the difference between going high and coming down. And this is looked like a paradox because a paradox is a statement that seems to be an attraction, but a still truth. This I run, and it's true. I came down, and it's true. Rocky Mountains is totally different than Rally North Carolina. And that's what I want to speak to you about the opposite attract love and pain. The opposite attract love and pain. And there's no one in this room, you're exception to the rule. You are going through that. Some of you have given up and you're sitting here in this place. But remember, the Bible gives us few things, few examples. The weak are strong. The last go first. The greatest among you is a servant. The life and ministry of Jesus Christ demonstrate how God's God ways are not our ways. You can't. It's a, it's a mystery. People sometimes confuse. Jesus was not what people expected to be. When they heard the word Messiah, Jesus represents suffering servant, wounded healer, and also evidence of God's power. You cannot get confused on that. So what is the conclusion? So we have a question. How is Jesus both the victim and the victor? When you begin to put this thing together, how, another question, how is the cross a victorious? How does suffering lead to good? Questions, I should say, to good. We never like love, or we never like to put love and suffering together because they are the opposite. But love and suffering are two sides of the coin. Period. We deserve nothing. We deserve nothing. And God gave us everything. That's 
the different. God loves undeserving world. We don't deserve. This world is screwed up, excuse me. Messed up, excuse me. We are messed up, yes. God is faithful to people that aren't faithful. This is the difference. He is faithful to people that they are not faithful. And this is what the Bible says in Rome chapter 5. And I forgot to read the, verse, the verses of this message. R Romans chapter 5 verse 8 in the message version. But God put his love on the line for us by suffering his son in the sacrificial death where, where we were no use of him. While we was not used for him. We betray him. The world betrays Christ. Rejected him. In the Old Testament, look the way God always, in the magnificent, magnificent powerful way, dealt with the people that he loved so much. That he sent everything, everything that they need. When they got into trouble, there's, there's God. When they have fight, a tremendous war, and they were losing, there is God. Winning, winning the battle. Standing for his people. Loving his people. Nobody going to change him. He loves us. He loves Israel. He loves the people. You're not going to change his mind. And yet, you know what? We go back to the same thing over and over and over. We don't learn the lesson. Then went back and back and God delivered them. And here they go to war. And here they win when there was, there was few of them. To thousands of them, God delivered them. And you know what? They began to make idols. This is the way they gave him. The opposite. They, they, they was ungrateful people. And the, the thing is that God put his love on the line for us. By offering his son, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, as a sacrificial death. And that, to me, the word God created, of the world created, God created the whole world and betrayed him. That is in the beginning. Betray him. That's very easy. But God still re remains faithful regardless of people. And the New Testament is going a different way. The New Testament began with words groaning 
it on pain and needing a savior. So Jesus stepped into history. Here, Jesus came in for God's all of the world. And he was who? Jesus Christ, his son. So you will not go to hell or perish, but you will have everlasting life through Christ Jesus of Nazareth. That's the bottom line of this. And then you might say, nigga, you are going, hold it, hold it. In the mix of crisis, in the mix of everything that's going wrong, yes, in his own pain, we need a savior. The people was going different direction. Jesus went to the cross, a radical symbol of God. That's the difference. He went straight to the cross to die for us. This might sound like a broken record. It's not. It's not for me. I hope it's not for you. I hope that you know the meaning of the cross. I was enjoying myself so much. Just watching the worship. But Jesus only gives so much. Only God can be faithful. To, to those that they are unfaithful. In Isaiah, Isaiah chapter 23, verse uh, 53, verse 5, it was our sin that did that to him, that rip up and tore and crushing our sin. He took the punishment and that made us whole. Through his bruise, we are healed. And this is a picture of Jesus Christ. The message of the cross. That's my second way. The message of the cross. We must be broken to be redeemed. I'm telling you, we must be broken. Now, you take a Mustang like I was, running wire in the street. I mean, wire. No feeling, no fear. I mean, I was completely walking straight to the electric chair. And here, the, the thing that we have forgot. Here, as we was there making a lot of noise, collecting the offering for the preacher, and everybody thought that we were going to steal the money, and the people were scared they were throwing the wallet right on the basket because we pushed them, we cursed them. Put the money here or you're going to be dead. The people not going to put in money. They were dropping their wallets. And some of the ladies try to put the purse. I go, no, 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 we don't want the purse. What is inside of your purse? <laughs> and here is confusion. Here, 200, 
2,000 people here at Wilkerson didn't know what he was doing. He was naive. Here is 12 different gangs. That's going to be blood. Dracula going to drink lots of blood. And in the mix of everything, confusion. Oh, by the way, everybody thought I was going to steal the money. I said, no, I'm going to double crossing. And I gave every penny. And for what? Because the thing that really made the difference, I never knew who Jesus Christ was. My father was a satanic priest. My mother's a witch. And now I'm confronted with the cross. I'm confronted with the cross. Something that I never knew. I'm confronted with something different. But when I heard the meaning of love and suffering or pain, when he painted that picture, Dave Wilkerson, on my mind, wake me up of the areas that, that never was up. And there is the crucifixions of Jesus Christ. There is the cross. There is the answer. There is what Jesus did. That's what he did. He's suffering for me. It's good, I'm bad. He deserved life, I deserve the electric chair. And now here is the thing that we don't preach, I'm glad from the worship. I'm glad they were singing Andre Crouch because that song was the one that my daughter, when he came to see me in Raleigh, North Carolina, my daughter gave her heart to Jesus. So that had a lot of meaning. And she became a higher doctor. And when you see in this, I cannot say her names. She cannot acknowledge me. She looked like me. Good looking. I'm sorry. Pride come before the fall. <laughs> it was the crust. And there is the place when everything go bad, wrong, whatever you think, from fear all the way down to anxiety, run to the cross. Hide in the, on the cross. There's power in the blood of Jesus Christ. His blood was shared for our sin. And when I heard that, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't because I was a streetwise, and I'm still streetwise. Don't try to fool me. Wow. My mind was open. How Jesus suffered. How Jesus suffered. But you know what put in there? Love. Love you. He didn't mind suffer for you. He didn't mind the pain that he went through. Oh my God, when I heard all of that, 
It takes the Holy Spirit to reveal that to me. It takes the Holy Spirit to reveal this to you. He loves you. The cross is not your enemy. The cross is the place that God demonstrates his love and pain for our soul. That's what he did. And I tell you, and I'm going to finish, and I know that, I know you. 11.33, I know you. <laughs> and you know me. But I know that you know Pastor Tim too. Okay? Thank you. Don't do that to me, Tim. The power of love. <laughs> it is the thing that changes you. It is the thing that sometimes you don't understand. He loves you. He loves you. He loves you. That's the reason he took the cross and died for you. Lay his life for you. Oh, for Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. Mr. Nobody. And yet, that blood never had lost the power because it was the blood of Jesus Christ. Because when I was right there in the mix of witchcraft and satanic ritual, when they have sacrifice of animals, worship the devil, here where I was born, listen to all kinds of voices and demons, listen to the door open and close, listen to voices, get scared. I'm a little boy. And my boy and my brothers, they were scared. We were, we were hugging one another because it was powerful and diabolic. And those sacrifices of blood that my father used to do, stop. Because when I went to Puerto Rico, when my mother was dying, when my mother who beat me up, when she died, I had to go to Puerto Rico and converted. I'm in Bible college. And here I went to Puerto Rico because my mother is dying and she won to see me after she beat me up so hard and broke my will and I hate her. Now I'm going to Puerto Rico. I can smell the blood of animals. I was like, what I'm doing here? I could take it, I run away. But then, here's my mother. She was a packet of bones. You can pick up so easily, which I did. I called the church to come and pray for my mother dying. There was a fray of my brother and my father. And here I invited, I thought that then, you know, Puerto Rican, excuse me. Ustedes los puertorriqueños, todos los latinos en estos momentos. Si Cristo va a venir, yo le voy a decir, si él viene a las ocho, le voy a decir que Cristo viene a las siete. <laughs> 
para que todos ustedes se vayan conmigo para el cielo. I say something in Spanish to the Spanish people. The power of love, the power of the cross. I suffered when I was a little boy. I know what suffering is. Rejection. I know fear. All these things. I know what is being close to death. And here, I'm going to Puerto Rico. I could not tell my mother because she completely destroyed me when I was a little boy. When she called me, that, that she cursed the day that she brought me into this world. What a good curse, huh? Because, okay. Nikki Cruz coming to the world of the living. Okay, Patrick, you married to Dominican girl. You don't speak Spanish. Teaching how to speak in tongue, Spanish. <laughs> and I'm not gonna finish. No. God is good. When I, do you understand the two, the two sides? The opposite? Hey. It was tough. If you ask me, do you love your mother when I got converted? Oh, do you hate your mother when you got converted? I will be honest to you. I say, no, I don't hate her no more. Forgiveness has taken care of that. But if you tell me, do you love your mother? No. The scar was there. But I will never dare to hold this microphone in front of you Without forgiveness. I had to go to Puerto Rico and it wasn't easy. I smell the blood. I feel the devil all over the house. I run, I took a shower. I went to see my mother. She was a package of bones. She hardly can open her eyes. I could not say I love you. I couldn't. I just, my brothers were there. Three of my brothers. I, I can't. I don't want to be a hypocrite. But it took me. When I took a shower, I run out right in the little town. And there, I invited the Christian to come. It was a small church. I went and I bought my, brought my, my mother a dress. And a beautiful dress, so she, when she dies, she dies with style. <laughs> I give her a bath with my sister. She didn't wait that much. She was laid down. And I was waiting for my brothers. Hey, you're supposed to be here. You're supposed to be here seven o'clock. Now it's eight o'clock. I don't see nobody. 8, 8.30. Hey, Puerto Ricans. 
Are you coming? Are you coming? Then I heard the sound of music. There were tons of guitars. Weedle. Tambourine. Singing. There were Baptists, Methodists, Presbyterian, Catholics, Pentecostal. And they were singing the neighborhood. They said, what in God? What going in the Cruz family? And there is my mother, and there I'm standing. And let me just say in this way, when the pastor told me, because it was packed, and there was a team, there was an old Puerto Rican lady that loved Jesus so much. She got the guts. She dared to go inside the house and with a cans of oil began to go. And I speak in another tongue. <laughs> and then she went outside speaking in tongue and thinking that my house needed to be painted. <laughs> that old lady know what she was doing. And then the pastor told me to say something. I thought I was strong. No, I wasn't strong. Now the feeling began to hit me. Now my eyes see my mother dying. And there she dying. And the only thing that I look, and I look at her, and there was like a, like a shower of, like raining was going so fast through my eyes. And then somebody pulled my pants. I looked down. I don't know how she did. I was six feet away. I look. With foggy eyes. It's my mother. Telling me to come down. Telling me. She wanted to say something. She could hardly talk. And here. She make a sign to, to for, she want to say something to me. So I lend my, my ear to her and she say with, with a wicked voice, can I call you son? You are my mother. You brought me to this world. To know Jesus Christ as my personal Savior. Can I kiss you? She never kissed me. And I lay my cheeks to her, to her lips. It was the first time she kissed me, it was like silk, so suave. Forgive me. No, I already forgive you. Turn that God to forgive me for what I had done to you. Yes, he had the power to forgive you. And now here is the three things that really have changed my whole family. Love, love, pain. Suffering, the cross, 
the blood of Jesus washed her sins away. My mother gave her heart to Jesus and the Spirit of the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord came upon my mother, raised my mother, and she lived 25 years and a half. Hallelujah. All right. Yuka, Yuka, you Puerto Rican don't get it wrong. Yuka, do you know what Yuka is mean? In Finland, that's a different name. And he's my friend. I know Patrick had a lot of memory because they work and build up a spring church. I did my best. I wasn't planned to bring this. But there's power. Power in love. Power in forgiveness. I don't know about you, but I'm the most blessed man. Forget about the millions of people that I spoke with my mouth, with my lips. But to see my mother say, then my mother brought my father to Jesus. Then 17, out of the 17, 13 of my brother gave their heart to Jesus and three became minister. Hey, why is you one? That is the power of the cross. Listen. God did it in my family. We all heard it right now with all the events that are taking over. And people are suffering, hurting. I don't want to go into details of pains and things like that. But don't you allow fear to possess your mind. Because that is the darkest, that is the darker side of Satan. The only one who can cast him out is the Prince of Peace. And he's here. And some of you, some of you, muchos de ustedes, ustedes saben que necesitamos a Cristo. Cristo viene muy pronto. That's not yourself, just lip service las cosas están serias pero el cielo está serio el cielo está pronto a unirse en la tierra y llevarnos a aquellos que sirven al Señor Jesucristo y yo voy a ver a mi mamá y mis hermanos en, en el cielo so I want you to come if you don't feel it don't do it because this is serious business. You say, Nikki, I understand 75 of what you say. <laughs> Forget about the 25. I can feel your heart. I want that Jesus that you're talking about. I want to walk straight to that cross. And I'm going to let the blood of Jesus bath me completely. Change me. If you feel that, you can come. If 
you came with your girlfriend, bring your girlfriend. She don't want to come. Leave her there. God going to give you another girl better looking than the one that you left there. Be a winner. I want you to come. Stand up, please. I am not going to stay, stay here begging. No, I'm not going to beg you. Get out, get out from your seat. And those people up there don't think that you're close to heaven that you don't need to come over here. Just come. Stand right here. Have the gut to face yourself and to face the things that have made you and pulled you down. Grab your wife and your, or, or your husband and come over here. We need to make peace with God. We need to be born again. Thanks so much for listening. We hope you've enjoyed this message. And be sure to subscribe so you can receive new messages each week. Visit tsc.nyc for all the latest info on how you can stay connected. Also, don't forget that you can follow us on social media on all major platforms at Times Square Church. Thanks for tuning in today. Have a great week.